Hello and welcome back to Daily Business News with the latest business stories in just five minutes, seven days a week. Here are the top business stories for Monday, October 2nd, 2023. Today's episode is brought to you by Blogcast, your personalized audio feed, available on iPhone and Android. Mack Trucks has reached a tentative contract agreement with the United Auto Workers Union, narrowly avoiding a strike. The UAW is currently striking against three major car manufacturers, including General Motors, Ford, and Stellantis. The deal with Mack Trucks is part of the union's larger effort to strike against Volvo Group, which owns the Volvo car brand. The UAW has expanded its walkouts to include more than 25,000 union members across the three companies. In other news, the Cathy family, heirs to the Chick-fil-A empire, are one of America's wealthiest family dynasties, with a fortune of over $29 billion. Truett Cathy founded the popular fast food chain in the late 1960s, and his son, Dan Cathy, served as CEO from 2013 to 2021. The family has been dedicated to growing Chick-fil-A across the United States, with plans to expand to the United Kingdom. The chain currently operates 2,800 restaurants. Meanwhile, the Global Fashion Summit, Boston Edition 2023, recently held its inaugural United States Forum in Boston, Massachusetts. The summit brought together fashion experts, industry leaders, and stakeholders to discuss sustainability and a net positive impact within the fashion industry. The event featured panel discussions, including prominent figures from various fashion communities. It also introduced the GFA Policy Matrix, Americas, which summarizes key legislation impacting the textile industry across North, Central, and South America. Next, Dame Sharon White, the chair of John Lewis, will step down next year. She has opened talks with the company's board to appoint her successor. Last month, John Lewis reported further losses for the first half of 2023 and announced that its plan to return sustainable profit would take two years longer than expected due to rising business costs and larger-than-expected investment requirements. In other news, a coalition of eight unions representing 75,000 employees of Kaiser Permanente is on the verge of the largest healthcare strike in United States history. The coalition has not reached an agreement with the company and is seeking pay raises, improvements to pension plans, and protections against outsourcing. Kaiser Permanente said it will continue negotiating, but has contingency plans in place to ensure safe, high-quality care for its members during the strike. Meanwhile, despite recession fears, small businesses in the United States are continuing to open at record rates. Small businesses have been the primary driver of job creation. Even in the face of a looming recession, high interest rates, and a tight labor market. The Big Take podcast discusses the challenges small businesses are facing in this uncertain economy and features interviews with small business owners who share their strategies for staying afloat. In San Francisco, tech workers are paying up to $900 a month to stay in tiny, four feet tall bed pods made by Brownstone. The pods, which can only fit one twin bed, are stacked too high in dorms and run on monthly contracts. Despite the high cost, 
All 28 of the pods will be at full capacity in October. The median price of a studio apartment in San Francisco is $2,200 a month. Also, Senrados Ben Cardin, the new chairman of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, has announced that he will block a controversial tranche of military aid for Egypt. This comes after the State Department used a national security waiver to bypass human rights-related restrictions on $235 million in aid. The hold on $320 million of aid would be a major blow to Egypt and the regime of President Abdel Fattah el-Sisi. Next, former SoftBank executive Akshay Nahida is launching a new company in Abu Dhabi focused on stablecoin technology. The company, DTR, will partner with Dram Trust to capitalize on the growing stablecoin market. Analysts estimate that the stablecoin market will grow more than 20-fold to $2.8 trillion in five years. Naheta has been working on fintech projects since leaving SoftBank last year and plans to work with centralized exchanges in the near future. Lastly, the World Bank has revised its growth estimates for East Asia and the Pacific, with GDP growth expected to be 5% in 2023 and 4.5% in 2024. This is slightly lower than previous forecasts. China's growth is expected to slow to 4.4% next year due to property woes, increasing debt, and a fading boost from the post-COVID reopening. The World Bank also highlighted geopolitical tensions and natural disasters as downside risks to the region's outlook. Our top business stories for today are brought to you by Blogcast, your personalized audio feed. Download the free Blogcast app on your iPhone or Android today. If you enjoyed this, please consider listening to our other podcasts, Daily Tech News, Daily Science News, Daily Lifestyle News, and Daily World News. Thanks for listening. Blogcast.